Hey, Adam. What's up? You hungry, man? I'm very hungry. I'm starving. Let's man. make this quick. Okay, cool. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Some advice and some controversy coming at you today. We have a sweet pipe and it's about it's about 21st century jazz politics. We're talking a little bit of sexism. We're talking a bit of a little race. Uh, it's going to be an interesting... Racism or just race? We'll, we'll find out. Okay, it's going to cool. be two white guys talking about jazz. So it should be We're going to dictate exactly how... Yeah, this is good. <laughs> two straight white men talking about jazz. It'll be great. Okay. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by the Oxford American. Go to oxfordamerican.org slash YHI for some great deals. They deal with some politics over there too, but it's always really thoughtful, really yes. well done, uh, and really relevant to what I believe uh, most jazz musicians are interested in. So definitely go to oxfordamerican.org slash YHI for some great deals. So you're saying they don't step in it like we may be about to step in. I, I haven't heard that you, you my- pre-screen the... You got yeah. some boots on? I oh, got no, my, you... my bright white shoes on, <laughs> oh, yeah, you better so not step if I in step in it, it's going to be noticeable. <laughs> I got my black Adidas. My Adidas. Okay. Uh, this is a voice, a voice, mes- voice message. A voice message. <laughs> this is a speak pipe from Eric. Hey, Peter and Adam. I'm a fan of the podcast. I've been following on the YouTubes for about two or three months now. I have a question for you if you want to dive into politics and political correctness. Um, I'm wondering how you guys think jazz should be interpreted and applied to the 21st century with respect to the Me Too movement and with sensitivities to a cultural appropriation. Um, I think of examples like uh, how insensitive the lyrics are in some songs, Um, like Baby It's Cold Outside is a good example, which is basically about a guy trying to get his date drunk and stay the night um, with lyrics like, I simply must go, and the answer is no, but yet he's still persistent. Um, Back in the day, maybe it was viewed as charming. (laughs) Today, maybe it's viewed as creepy. Should we stop playing songs because of the contents of the lyrics? Uh, Thanks a lot for what you guys do. All right, Eric. Thank you. That's a great question. Um, And we are not going to deal. No, (laughs) no. Okay. First of all, yeah. Thank you, Eric. Um, This is why we are both pianists. We never play lyrics. We we might place these songs, but we we refuse to play any controversial lyrics. Um, Right. I think so. (laughs) I do, man. It does make it easier. I mean, look for for vocalists. I mean, this is a very real issue. Well, yeah. I mean, love for sale. Love for sale is rough. (laughs) Love for sale is rough. (laughs) Cherokee. Cherokee, Cherokee is <laughs> even the entire. I mean, come I mean, on. I I actually feel weird even playing Cherokee instrumental now. I'm gonna right. put that out there. It right. is a weird. It's a weird concept for for today's person. Yeah, and so I mean, look. First of all, I want to say this though is in a little bit of a pre-defense of of jazz in general, and seeing even saying jazz is controversial. I you know, agree we, that we've it's talked about that before. We say it every day, but it is weird. <laughs> Daily jazz podcast. We have to say it because that's our yeah. tagline. But this is the thing. Okay. Yeah, baby, it's cold outside. Cherokee, the, the, these are not only politically incorrect and insensitive by today's standards, mm. but but even before today, maybe not when they were written, it was more accepted just because of everything. But that that doesn't mean it was right just because it was accepted at that time. So there needs to be correction of this. But let's not come too hard on jazz musicians because we have other genres 
that are still writing lyrics like this that are very, very offensive to groups, very misogynist and that kind of a thing. True. And so it's never, but that's like, you know, people want to attack hip hop becomes, which becomes really like a racial kind of attack in a way by, by trying to bring in these other things. You, these are misogynist, but, but that's just certain parts of that. Yeah. So you can never, I don't think, you know, we, we should be careful to go with too broad of a stroke, but I like this idea of like talking about specific things and how can we, fix our approach to this and as he said 20 21st century i mean yeah we should be i mean we're far into the 21st century now oh and, yeah and, and jazz has been with sticking to all this charm of the past slow on a lot of these issues i think well man i you know the good news on all of this is the kids fix it for us right that's right it's like the kids have already decided that our, even our generation you know uh put up with and added too much bs right. to jazz and and didn't allow things to happen that should have happened and they're, they're already fixing it by what they listen to and what they don't care about and care about right uh you know i'm thinking about women in jazz like it's so different now than it was even when we were coming up yeah you know i mean for me my favorite saxophone player is melissa aldana right now i think she's doing things that are oh she's great far and beyond almost everybody else and like it wasn't as prominent where she would be touring around even 25 years ago. And that's crazy to think about. Um, so I think it's kind of exciting. And I think there's, you know, there are ways that I think, you know, men in jazz can, can things that men in jazz can do to even help this advance more. And that's by playing, promoting, listening to, to women uh, uh, in jazz. And, and yeah. it's luckily there's, there's more opportunity to do that than there ever has been before and hopefully more to come. Yeah, and I think an important thing um, that you know many have been doing and we've been very supportive and doing a little bit ourselves and, and need to do more of is supporting and promoting the current generation of, of female artists because there has been such an inequity in the past. But also going back and realizing there's a rich history of females in jazz totally. that that have that are con not only contributors but originators of this music absolutely Lil Hardin Lil Lil Hardin um, Mary Lou Williams Mary and I'm, Lou of course Williams. I'm, I'm I'm going towards pianists and stuff but you go all the way back to the beginning obviously Shirley Horn and and then we can talk about all the singers which is obvious but I mean instrumentalists there's so many that they they are just left out of the the history of the music and it and it needs to change for sure the history books need to change yeah uh, I think it was our friend uh, 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 friend of the show. Um, why am I spacing? She was a guest on our show. She's our friend, Tia Fuller. Tia Fuller. Tia Fuller. Yeah, yeah. She's she's an amazing musician, great saxophonist, great teacher. But but go ahead. No, she she had done this whole article on the history of right. of women in jazz and and some that have been left off the list, and uh, it was it was incredible to read. So check check that out. Yeah, um, and I think you know part of it is that we we don't we never want to just wash away the, the sins of the past in terms of what jazz musicians have done. We want to embrace, I mean, look, we're part of this music and everything, and mistakes were made in a number of different ways. Which, and he brought up cultural appropriation. That's, you know, American pop culture was was really built on the foundation, the, the wrong foundation of culture, culture appropriation in so many ways. Yeah, Jazz, in, in some ways, I think, was sort of a beacon of, around that. You look back to the time when, um, you know, people were taking, you know, white artists became huge. And, and I'm not even talking about like the Rolling Stones and stuff where they kind of honored their roots and acknowledged it yeah. um, in terms of coming from blues. But you're, you're talking, talking about straight up theft. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Elvis Presley. I, I think Elvis Presley really, at like times Paul later Whiteman, on, you know, yeah, that whole thing. Right. Notice his name, white man. Well, see how that goes. Yeah. No, but I mean, so we there's a history of that. But when we look at jazz, there's also a lot of sort of beacons of 
you know, you talk about Benny Goodman's integrated band, Miles Davis having, you know, uh, integrated bands. And I mean, it wasn't as big of a thing then, but I mean, you saw some like some very real integration in the music from the beginning. I mean, yeah. you talk about going back to New Orleans and stuff in a way that was not the norm. I mean, I always think think on this about the generosity of the early masters of this music and still today and, and of African-American culture that like, could you imagine maybe some other forms of music that are just like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's all play together and take yeah, it and let's do it. You know what I mean? Like the, the generosity of spirit of, of the African-American musicians that yep. really created this music is unbelievable. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, you had, and look, I'm, we're no experts on this outside of, I think kind of our understanding of the music and being, you know, um, white musicians it, uh, playing a music that's p still predominantly I don't know we, we never really talk about predominantly African-American we talk about the the history the origins of it being based upon the African-American music experience in this country and these kind of things yeah but now it's just like you know we're, we're, we're part of something that is not based upon anything in, until you start to look at it in this context but you what you had at that time which is very different than what we came up with was you know black artists that were leading bands that maybe had it was like the opposite of say the classical world where you'd have an orchestra with maybe one black or two black musicians yeah. whereas you had like you know the black the african-american leader of a group and then like one white musician or something like that was not normal yeah, yeah you yeah. know i mean even up to like when bill evans was playing with miles and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. but i think it, it it did look we're not perfect as jazz musicians and all that i mean there's been a lot of racism sexism and all this totally. but at our best we've been like you know where the the people where we really had that spirit of like whatever the music you know demands it's not about race and this was at a time when race was i mean look it's still all up in our face because it's not solved in this country yeah. but this was at a time when it was real and there was real problems and there was a real you know kind of feel you know go even more tribal don't you know everybody goes separate and, and and everything and so jazz was a beacon with that i mean you talk about you know dave brubeck and miles davis these guys were big stars yeah 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 you know and they had integrated bands and like that just wasn't seen much you well know? and it's again it's it's a tribute to the amazing uh inclusive spirit of these african-american musicians who didn't have to be yeah and and were and it's a gift to Louis all Armstrong. of us Louis armstrong i mean i i don't know about you but i i am very conscious of the black american experience in regards to jazz and i tried to respect that in everything i do with the music yeah. and, and try to honor that yeah but the thing is i think that we and we've i don't even know if we've ever talked about this it's interesting to do it here it's kind of like maybe we should go over to the couch it's kind of like a therapy well, session but i for think it. it's important for white musicians to talk about it because right. it's a part of the history of the music you yeah know? and i think it's our responsibility to to help lift up that side of it it is yeah yeah and i think because we come from that kind of spirit with this that you know, I'm never worried about cultural appropriation because there's not like I mean, I'm worried like it happens a lot. But I'm saying for me or in terms of like, you know, my connection with the music or what we're doing, because I just don't look at it that way. I don't look like let me take this and do that. Like I've been part of this. And that is, I think, what you're referring to. That, that's like a gift. A gift. And I'm so happy to be a part of that. Um, but I'm also like I'm a contributor to that. And yeah. like I do that with a, with a clean heart or whatever. And there's a lot of, you know, we all bring our experience. I mean, this country's so screwed up. I mean, we know this. And like, yeah. you know, uh, I, I mean, I was... I was I, I kind of was raised in a, a very idyllic situation that's unusual in this country and that I grew up in an integrated, you know, schools and things like that. I mean, they had their own problems. No, university cities diverse, especially back in the day. Yeah. And so you bring a certain perception and then you're like, why? And then when you get in the real world, you're like, wow, people don't, don't think that everybody's equal. Oh, and people aren't treated equally. What? You know, yeah. and um, 
so you know we all bring to it what we will but i i would just say that like my experience with you know really 99 percent of jazz musicians in terms of race uh, has been super like chill and like positive it's just really non-issue not to say that there isn't that there it's just been i've been kind of lucky in terms of my experience you know now in terms of the sexism the misogyny these kind of things that's a much bigger problem it's a very real that's very real current problem very current but i think i'm seeing like some the institutions really really kind of not necessarily leading the way but getting on the bandwagon pretty quick and the kids which they've had to thank god for young musicians who who are pushed back big time on this like shout out to all of you who are doing that and and we learn stuff from them like when ron gigs are like you know you kind of say something that we're used to saying that yeah. It's not horrible, but it's like no, no, no. That's not really cool, and that's like that's what it's supposed to be about. You you got to move ahead. Yeah, and shame on on older cats for not not calling it out sooner. You know what I mean? I think we all have exactly. to. I mean, we, the culture is where it is, but we all have to be responsible yeah. for this. But jazz musicians are really good at like pivoting quickly, so that's yeah. been good. Like we've seen some serious changes. Like you got to acknowledge there's a problem, and I think we've gotten. To that not everybody obviously and yeah for when you're older it, but it doesn't have to be like that i mean what part of our thing is improvising and moving fast and stuff so y'all just get it right you know what i'm saying <laughs> man well i feel like we stepped in it a little bit for sure don't worry this will never air this will never <laughs> never make it past all you'll the you'll hear it advisory panel uh, it is interesting to talk about in this context though because it's a little prickly i think for yeah. for a couple of middle-aged straight white guys to talk about things like this i mean we didn't even get into like gay jazz musicians which is a whole other thing we could right, have right. talked about in our in our great expertise as white guys <laughs> well i think that um well you know some white guys are gay just so you know that's <laughs> well, not a, that's not a, it's stra- like white gay black Sorry. female <laughs> as our, there's as, there's a little bit of overlap there just so you know <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> you're turning red. <laughs> well, no, I've been red this whole time. No, but uh, I think it's, you know, these are important conversations that we have yeah. to have because, you know, like it or not, we do have uh, a voice that gets heard in this yeah. for whatever reason or another. And it's, it's up to us to lift those voices who maybe aren't being heard as okay, much. Okay, so now should. we're going to go ultimate tip today, right? Yeah. We're going to jump right to the ultimate tip. Which is? Well, this is something that you mentioned before, but I want to really highlight this. And if folks don't take anything more away from this, first of all, know that we did not plan any of this. Like we don't plan any of this. So we don't have any kind of agenda. It's just kind of speaking for our hearts. But I think this concept of, you know, the responsibility that white musicians in this music do have is to speak up more forcefully about, you know, like racism and sexism and these kind of things. I mean, everybody should be speaking up about this, but I think that that we need to say the kind of things like what you said in terms of like, you know, being being um, grateful for the gift of being part of this and acknowledging, you know, the origins of the music. It shouldn't just be black musicians. It shouldn't just be Nicholas Payton saying yeah. this is black American no. music and like making an issue about it should these be white things. Musicians yeah. This is and it's not music. about jazz. I mean, that's a whole nother issue. I'm talking about like acknowledging the reality of what the music Well, we all know, it, which is natural when we're all talking and hanging out of it, of it. But it shouldn't be when you get in front of the camera or you get into a public state. All of a sudden it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it is an amazing or like we should be quiet like okay you know it's a it's an amazing gift these brilliant artists with this history of being oppressed still allow people in some cases their impress uh, oppressors in on this beautiful gift and we should acknowledge that and respect yeah. that absolutely yeah. well till tomorrow you'll hear it <laughs>